welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. I'm your host, Molly Ponpadith, and today we have Melanie Coburn, who's here to share with us the concept of networking. Uh, what is networking, and what is the ideal way of marketing yourself, your brand, and your company? Melanie, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Molly. I'm very excited to be here. Well, Melanie, for our listeners, uh, you are the co-founder and also the chief relationship manager uh, at Cadre. Can you share more about the mission behind Cadre and really what is Cadre? Sure. Um, you know, my husband, Derek, and I founded Cadre in 2011 after uh experimenting with different networking groups, attending different events, and being part of different organizations that um, we couldn't really find one particular organization to identify with that really met all the needs of what we were looking for in networking and growing relationships. And so we sort of took some of the things that we enjoyed from the different groups and we combined them to come up with Cadre. And we also, it, it all happened to coincide with when I had my first son, Dexter, um, we realized that working a nine to five, which a lot of times ended up being an eight to seven or a 10 to six on weekends and, and different, um, you know, just different hours like that were really hard to raise a family and be a mom and be as active as I'd like to be in my family. So um, we decided we would give entrepreneurship a shot and we came up with Cadre you know, with the help of some really awesome founding members, we've got 14 founding members that we turned to. We identified who were very connected in the DC metropolitan area. They're leaders in their industry. They have remarkable businesses. Um, you know, many of them. Mm -hmm. And we leaned on them to come up with Cadre and figure out a way to put together a community of people who shared a mindset of helping others. Um, folks who had great businesses, who were connected and and had you know different circles of influence so we tried to have identify members in different industries and bring them together and we came up with cadre and just sort of you know we we experimented a lot with it we started in november of 2010 and we just started hosting luncheons where we invited these folks to come and learn more and it grew out of that it's fascinating because how how old is cadre it's less than five years? Uh, a little over five years. Okay. And how many members are there now? We have about 90 members. That's We're great. always between 90 and 100 is, has been our sweet spot. We obviously didn't start out that way. Um, and we, we started out with the 14, and they invited folks, and we had all these roundtable luncheons between November and March of 2011. And... Uh, in March of 2011 is when we started our monthly subscription fee, as if you will. 
Um, so we didn't know that it would be a full-time gig for me. I mean, that was our hope and our goal. Um, we really just started off doing it thinking, you know, this is a really cool concept. Let's start these lunches. Let's connect people. Let's get great people in one room and see where it goes. And, um, you know, it, it continued to grow and we had folks ready to sign up and commit. So, um, I think it was, it was great to have the opportunity to be able to, um, you know, we had the capability of doing that. I had a job that where even though I was working long hours, it was also flexible hours. So um, there was a lot of time I was working a lot of late nights with Derek brainstorming, coming up with ideas. And, and we went from there. You know, it's interesting because when you think about all the ideas and the possibilities that you and Derek could have come up with, you chose to focus on this subscription-based membership group. And the reason why I think that's fascinating is because there's so many possibilities. There's so many ideas that you can pursue. And I'm curious to know when you sat down with Derek and the motivation behind it was we want to be, you know, really be with our family and have a lifestyle that matches what we are core values. Uh, and beyond that, my next question would be how did you decide that this was and I know that it grew and it's changed over time but how did you two sit down together and decide exactly what to start because there are millions of ideas yeah so Derek is also a partner in a wealth management firm so he had his own business leading into cadre and he was actually already doing a lot of these luncheons to add value for his existing clients um, hence, you know, he's written the book, Networking is Not Working. He sort of lives and breathes this. This is how he grew his business in the wealth management world. Um, he was bringing his clients together, doing these lunches for them, to add value for them and to connect them. And I think it sort of grew out of that. He saw the success and how uh, great things were coming, not just, not just him getting new clients or not just his clients getting referrals. It was also a lot of collaboration, a lot of, you know, a lot of thought leadership coming out of this, a lot of people sharing ideas. So there's a lot of really interesting things happening in the lunches that he was doing for his clients. So it sort of naturally grew out of that. And, you know, as you know, now we have the larger university events, but we also never started this thinking we would get into the big networking event planning side of it. Um, that was just something that grew out of our our members giving us feedback that they really liked having events where they were all in one room and they really liked learning. So that was another thing that we learned by, you know, hosting all these roundtables and bringing people together is that they really are growth oriented. They are, you know, personal growth mindset is, is what they all share as well. So they like being exposed to exceptional people and ideas. Now, what have been some of the challenges? Let's go back to the early days of launching this. Uh, what have been some of the challenge and, challenges and lessons learned launching something like this? And what have been some of the greatest uh, positive outcomes and um, achievements that you can really be proud of? And the reason why this is important, because a lot of our listeners are either thinking about launching something of their own, or they have these amazing ideas, and they really would love to have some motivations and inspirations. Also, uh, advice and recommendations uh, in terms of the early phase of launching something. Sure. I think, you know, there's one general thing that I can share. And then one, one cadre specific thing for us was, um, you know, we grew this community in the beginning by basically having our founding members invite anyone and everyone. Obviously, we had our values 
that we, you know, we shared with them. We want folks who are remarkable, they are connected, and they have a pay it forward mentality, right? So those were the, the things that we shared with them to identify folks to invite to these lunches. Initially, they were all for free. So we we found restaurants who hosted these lunches, and it was a Dutch treat. So people, we really, we were just bringing people together. We were identifying restaurants, setting up the dates and getting people in the same room. And what we, what we realized as we grew is we got a lot of folks. I think initially the founding members were so excited to just get people together that some people fell through the cracks. We didn't necessarily have a filter or um, a way of vetting people in the room. So in our first couple of years, we actually, that's how we developed an application side to it. So everybody that's in cadre has been referred into cadre and they have, Uh, gone through an application process. So everybody's vetted for their intention and their businesses are vetted. And so I think that's one thing that differentiates us a lot from all the other groups out there. Um, But it it was also a learning process. Um, You know, we ended up having to actually kick out a lot of folks who uh, we found or heard were pitching, right? So they they were doing the, you know, sort of cheesy throw your business card and pitch the people in the room, which is one of the, you know, big no-nos of cadre. And so, but the, the, the interesting thing about that too, is that when we did that, a lot of our members grew even more confident in cadre and they became, um, you know, more likely to refer us to, to people in their network, um, you know, to clients and colleagues and, and folks who were very successful, very busy, and, um, you know, wouldn't necessarily be the types of folks that would go to networking events. Um, so, you know, I think it really grew the strength and the core of the Cadre community by showing that we really valued our members and their time and didn't want to expose them to people who might try to take advantage of them. That's a great value add. Uh, you said something very interesting and that we're finding also for us at the SOAR Community Network. We uh, listen to feedback from our friends and people in our network and our members as well. And, you know, we didn't know ourselves that having these luncheon learns or now we call the, the SOAR luncheons mm-hmm. uh, were going to be even a part of our um our repertoire, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We were, we're service providers, professional services. We help with marketing and getting your message out there. But all of a sudden, a lot of our clients and, and, and colleagues said, you know, it's really nice to be around, be around like-minded people who are starting or launching their business. It's very isolating and alone sometimes. You're always in your head. And we love going to your, um, events. Uh, you know, every once in a while, could you do it more regularly? So mm-hmm. it's listening to those around you and understanding their needs as much as you want to go a certain direction. Sometimes our clients, our peers, our colleagues, and in your case, your members mm-hmm. help to define what's important and what's valuable to them. Absolutely. So we did we did surveys very regularly in the beginning, especially because we were still figuring out who we were and and what we wanted to be when we grew up. And, you know, we're still always asking for feedback. We are, you know, we've changed our format. We've added the university events. Now we do member-led presentations. So each of our members has an opportunity to present their ideas and their talent to the community as well. Um, it's interesting, too. I think that it's such a huge opportunity that most people don't 
take advantage of. But Ryan Levesque is our next speaker. Um, he's he's going to be speaking in September for Cadre, and it's it's fascinating. His his book Ask is one of Derek's favorite business books of of last year, and it's all about asking asking your community, asking your clients, asking your prospects, like, what is it that you need? What are you looking for? And basically you build your business based on that feedback. And, um, you know, he's going to be presenting his ideas, um, September 15th. But I think, you know, we, we hadn't, it wasn't something we read in a business book, but it was just something that we were relying on our founding members and our charter members and, and people to sort of guide us to where Cadre would you know, end up and it's, it's a continuing process. We're still asking for feedback and we do member check-in calls and we, we try to get the pulse on our community all the time because you have to get that constant feedback in order to improve. Thank you for really making, making that point. Um, you know, a lot of folks are afraid to start launch a product, even if they have their own business already or launch their own business or freelance or just try something new because they don't have all the pieces figured out yet. Mm -hmm. And what you just shared and what I want to reiterate is it's okay. We don't ever have all the pieces figured out because even if we think we do, life just doesn't work that way. You know, market shift, people change their minds, partners want one thing, you want another. You might go in it with one intention and then that changes. So, you know, don't let that paralyze you right it's just right. letting things evolve naturally over time and organically is so important to allowing that growth because that's what allows the intuition to really have a chance to be at play mm -hmm. and lead you to the right path so it's really important thank you for that point now I do want to talk more about networking and marketing and building your tribe that's really critical it's something that you and Derek are very passionate about uh, what is networking in your mind in your perspective and what would you like to invite others to consider when they hear the word or when they are actually practicing this thing called networking <laughs> Well, you know, we actually call it unnetworking in cadre, <laughs> um, but I, I really do think networking is, you know, growing your community and and the the folks in your community. You're you're growing your network to not to help your own business, but it's really to connect others around you and and so to, you know, strengthen the community of people. You we often are told, you know, we're sort of like the go-to people whenever anybody needs some sort of referral in a professional and personal matter. We, we have folks emailing us all the time for restaurant recommendations, accounting firm recommendations, attorneys. And so I think if you, you strengthen your network, you become that resource and folks reach out to you. Um, and, you know, we've got a lot of those types of, of folks in cadre. Um, but you know, it's also networking is, is personal growth as well. I think that we, like I said, we would never, we never thought set out with cadre to host big networking events. We actually set out and grew cadre because we were looking to grow our network without the big events. Um, those networking events, university events grew out of feedback from our members that they wanted to be together in a, in a large, um, format event more regularly because they wanted to learn together and they wanted to connect in person together. We do have an online platform called our Nucleus. It's our member profile. It's similar to Facebook, but it's it's the cadre, uh, the cadre website where folks can connect in cadre. 
And, but there's something to be said with personal connection in person. Um, so, I mean, networking is, it's such a term. It has such a negative connotation with a lot of people because people have negative uh, interactions at the big networking events, the schmooze events, if you will. And <clears throat> so we're just trying trying to make that a little different and hence why we call it unnetworking. That's great. And your background in um, marketing. Well, let's talk about your background. I'd rather you share it than me trying to, you know, sum it up, but you came from um, the Redskins and you, you studied, did you study marketing? Was that your background in terms of education? Yes, I graduated from University of Maryland with a BS in marketing. And then you worked with the Redskins, but let's go back in history a little bit. Before you became uh, the marketing person with the Redskins, what were you doing? <laughs> so I was actually, well, I cheered. I was cheering for the Washington Redskins. I was a cheerleader for the Redskins from 97 to 01. Uh, but during that time, I also was in IT sales. So I worked for a federal government contractor basically selling IT to the government. So it wasn't a super, uh, super sexy position by any means. Um, uh, but I was also at the time helping our director at the Redskins with marketing ideas, promoting our events, promoting uh, appearances for the ladies. And so it, I naturally grew into that position of the marketing director for the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. So I was the first person in the NFL to have a marketing position specifically for the cheerleaders. Um, most of the cheerleading organizations for the different football teams in the NFL were uh, supported through the team marketing, marketing groups. Okay. So it was interesting. You know, I never, it, I never thought that I would be marketing cheerleading, but it <laughs> turns out that it's, there's a huge audience for it. There's a lot of uh, community events that we did. We supported a lot of local charities and, you know, we had a lot of great sponsors. The cheerleaders, as you may have seen in recent years, there's been a lot of class action lawsuits because they're not paid. And, you know, that's something that I was hired to help, uh, you know, give them sort of perks to help offset some of those costs and some of those um, you know, lack of funding that they have. So when I was there, a lot of the cheerleaders, even though they made very, very little in terms of payment from the team, they actually got a lot of perks like free gym memberships. They had free hair appointments, free LASIK surgery, you name it. Very interesting things that I would try to do to help <laughs> support them and, and, you know, help also minimize the cost that they would that they would incur because obviously you know being beautiful is not uh, not cheap so <laughs> helping them in those in those areas was great and also you know helping them health-wise and fitness-wise because when you're expecting them to be in the best shape and and be very healthy and fit you also should be providing them with the services um, in order to maintain that that level right now did you advocate for that position or did uh the team members and your peers see something in you and and basically you know volunteered you for that position so well you know going back to snyder communications dan snyder is a marketing guy like mm -hmm. that's his background he grew his company um in the marketing realm and he saw the opportunity within the cheerleaders i think that they saw what i was doing as a an intern back then was actually being you know it was very valuable and they saw the opportunity in, with that and came up with the position 
I was actually auditioning when the position was being interviewed for, and I was one of the final candidates. But I didn't want to not audition to be a cheerleader if I wasn't going to get the job. So I was still going through auditions. <laughs> the I got my offer letter the day before final auditions. So I didn't end up auditioning because I couldn't be a cheerleader and the marketing director. Right. Um, but yes, they did interview other people. It wasn't, I, I think that I helped, you know, I think I certainly helped give a framework of what they were looking for, but that was something that Dan Snyder saw an opportunity in and he, he went with it. So now fast forward to cadre. Um, what does it mean to be the relationship manager? So as chief, yeah, chief relationship officer, I chief relationship am, officer. That's right. Yeah. I, I help facilitate all of the relationships within cadre. I help get folks, you know, make sure that they know what events are coming up, make sure that they have their, all the information that they need to be successful in cadre. So I help facilitate all of their, you know, all the interactions they're having with each other. So after each lunch, after each event, we do a lot of follow-up. I think that was another thing that differentiates cadre is that we are very intentional with our connections and we, we know how busy these successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners are. And if anything, it's it's really just to help them succeed with their connecting in cadre. So I do a lot of follow-up emails. I do a lot of um, curation. So a lot of our members have great content that they're putting out there. They are winning awards left and right. And I like to share, share via our channels, cadre's channels, personally, professionally, and just, you know, it's it's fun. It's like I'm a cheerleader for all of the members in cadre now. I went from being a professional cheerleader for the Redskins to being a cheerleader for some of the greatest business leaders in D.C. So it's been a lot of fun transitioning from that, but I'm still just a cheerleader at heart. How does that, how does that um, translate into new members, do you think? You know, and we talk a lot about this, the direct relation, the d direct impact of having strong relationships and inspiring referrals. And you talked about having everybody be vetted. So everyone's referred in mm -hmm. and uh, the significance of that. Can you explain, can you share more about how the social aspect, sociology, I should say, and psychology of building those strong relationships really can bring more income, more revenue, more members in your case, um, all of the above to an organization. Because I think that that's such a critical piece that's missing in conversations when we talk about sales and bringing more business to your organization. Of course. So I think, you know, with Cadre, I think one thing that I would stress is trust. I think we position ourselves like we did the first year kicking out the folks who weren't a good fit. Uh, we position ourselves as trustworthy and, and our members, we rely on them to bring in new members that we want them to bring in like-minded people who they want to spend time with and connect with. And so, you know, we've never advertised, we don't market cadre. It's not something that we are pushing on anybody, but we do reach out to our, our membership you know, I don't, I guess maybe annually, but we talk, you know, we have conversations with them and we give them the opportunity to introduce people into our events. We, um, each of our members are allowed, you know, one guest per university event. They bring members or they bring their clients and colleagues to our member led presentations. So there's lots of opportunities for them to introduce people into cadre um, that way. 
And then we also, you know, help them. I think really when you're looking for referrals and when you're looking to grow your business, if you make it as easy as possible for people to help you, then you're more likely to, to get help. And so, you know, when we do ask for folks to bring members, we give them templates, we give them, you know, we give, basically they can cut, copy and paste if they need to, to invite folks to our events and just make it as easy as possible for them to do so. That's great. So now let's talk about uh, life work integration. What is I like that? that word? That's better than the balance word because I don't think there's any such thing as balance. Right. So let's talk about that for you personally. I mean, you are a mom, you're a wife, you're also the business partner and co-founder with your husband, and you're managing all these relationships. Um, you know, almost a hundred members, and even beyond that, the events and coordinating really well-renowned speakers to come here to the D.C. area. How do you do it? Ooh, um, you know, very carefully. I think Marissa <laughs> Levin said it best. She's one of our members. I love her. She's taught me a lot. She's a big um, role model for me. And she, in talking with her when we were launching Cadre in the beginning, it's like, how do you find the balance? And she said, there is no such thing as balance. There's going to be your really busy weeks, your not so busy weeks. And it's really all about work-life integration and how you integrate it all together. And so I really, I love that because obviously some weeks are harder than others and some seasons are harder than others. And, you know, planning these university events, it's a big, you know, these are big events, 150 people to 250 people, um, big venues, big speakers, and lots of moving parts. So um, luckily my husband is a productivity uh, guru. He is, he's, he loves finding the newest app and the better way of doing something, he's always researching and learning, you know, techniques and ways to, to, you know, be more productive in every given day. So I've learned a lot from him. He's helped with, we have, you know, processes in place. We have systems that bring it together. We have a task management software that we use. And, um, you know, we're lucky. I think that we really, we, we work well together. We complement one another. And, you know, mixing, working together in cadre, in parenting, and in life, it's, you know, it all blends together, and we, we can talk about things, and we're passionate about it, and enjoy working together, so it's been, it's been great. Um, some of the things we use, you know, the task management system cuts back on email, we do a lot through Nosby is the, the, the platform that we use. Um, we use Sweet Process where we basically, all of these events that we're doing, we have an event, we have a system laid out for every event that we do. We have an onboarding uh, process, like a step-by-step -step process for how we onboard members into Cadre. And so when you, when you set up things like that, it makes it a lot easier um, to go through all of the, the steps, you know, to get somebody successfully onboarded or to get an event set up. Um, it also helps to have great people working with us. We have an amazing executive assistant who's been with us for over 10 years. And, you know, we trust her and, and are just it makes things so seamless when you, it feels like we're all working in sync. What advice would you give to um, business owners out there 
who really are in this growth place, right? You've done an amazing job. You've grown tremendously over the past almost six years now, as you mentioned. Uh, but for business owners out there who are plateauing or really just at a place where they know that they can um, really take that next step, but maybe are afraid to grow too fast too soon because they feel like they're on their, their own, what did you and Derek have to decide on to make sure that when the growth happened, you would be able to basically facilitate it and sustain it? So, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like we have been around the 100 member mark for a while and it's kind of a magic number for us. We aren't necessarily trying to grow. We did try to scale into the Baltimore market uh-huh. and we gave it a shot and we, you know, we actually reached out to our members and we leaned on them a lot. We leaned on them for their contacts up there. We asked for feedback from them. Uh, we had some of them participating in both markets because we do have a lot of members in the Maryland, Baltimore area. Um, but, you know, I just think that you need to go for it. You need to take take the step. You need to take the risk and try it and, and lean on people that you're working with. Lean on your clients, get feedback from them, and, and, and you just have to take the risk. You know, we took the risk, and it wasn't the right fit for us. Um, there was a lunch where we were in Baltimore. Both of us were at the lunch facilitating two rooms in Baltimore. And my son was sick at summer camp in D.C. And it took me 45 minutes to get to him. And that whole ride, I had mom's guilt, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I decided, look, this isn't, this isn't that important to me. And it's not. Like, we love the quality of our members. We love where we are with Cadre. Obviously, we want to bring more like-minded individuals to um, can contribute to the community, but it's not something for us that's, you know, a huge priority in getting numbers. We're more about the quality of the community and more about the feedback from our members being positive. Um, so I guess in that light, I don't have a huge amount of feedback for how to, you know, grow and scale. Um, I just think that really you need to continue to for, for us, it's continuing to get feedback from our members and make sure that they're happy with the experience that they're having and what can we do to make it better. I think you offer great feedback. You, you know, just trying it and that step of pivoting mm-hmm. or taking that risk does lead you somewhere. And in your case, it led you to know what you don't want. <laughs> right. And, well, you know, the thing is, is still we met a lot of great people in Baltimore. We have a lot of folks that we can refer in our network to some really remarkable businesses up there. And this this is how we were when we were experimenting with Cadre. We're like, what's the worst can, that can happen, right? Even if we fail, we've met, you know, 40 to 60 really awesome people in the DC area. What what could possibly go wrong? Even if not, not one single member signs up to join Cadre, at least we met some really awesome piece, people in the process of trying to get it off the ground. That's great. Well, what is your vision? What what do uh, you and Derek see uh, for the future of Cadre? Uh, I know you mentioned just that you're very happy with where things are now, um, but do you have kind of a projection of where you want to go over the next couple of years? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously we'd like to grow in numbers, um, but not grow too fast. I think we want to continue to bring in people who can just grow the the community who can contribute and present and share thoughts and really bring in some incredible business minds. We want to continue to bring in New York Times bestselling authors and just help these members grow their businesses, right? That's what 
our goal is not just to facilitate the community, but we really want to help our members grow their businesses. So bringing in business minds who can share an event or share an, a thought or a, you know, a process or a system that they can apply to their business to grow. I mean, I think that is like the biggest, that, that's really what our goal is. And we've had a lot of success stories in Cadre where folks are working together or somebody hires a Cadre member and, you know, the, the growth in their business is, you know, 20, 30%, you know, year upon year. It's, it's amazing when you see those things happening. Right. Well, from from what it appears, and at least, you know, looking into Cadre and all of your members, a lot of them uh, whom I know and trust and actually love, <laughs> many of them, uh, that is, in fact, true, at least from what we know and what we've heard about the quality of members, the events, um, and the programs that you offer. So I think the success is already there, Melanie. Now I would ask this, what cool projects, uh, are you and Derek working on, um, personally, you know, beyond Cadre, what are you and Derek up to in terms of your programs, your offerings? How are you continuing to grow as business people yourself? Since you spend so much time helping other businesses grow, what are you guys up to? Well, another really cool thing is, you know, we have, we have a lot of what we call cadre brigades. So we have a lot of our members who go to events together and some of the, some of the events that we participate in mastermind talks is one of them. Uh, Jason Gaynard's event, annual event. Uh, we also participate in Maverick group, Yannick Silver's entrepreneur group. Um, we're going to camp Maverick next month together and with a bunch of cadre members. So when we go, we do a lot of these conferences and events with other cadre members. So we call it the cadre brigade brigade we always that's great plan together go together but again it's these growth you know growth oriented events where we go to learn from speakers from camp counselors from whoever it might be to get ideas to grow our business and help our members grow their business as well Derek's actually presenting in August to the membership on how to get out of your own way basically how to leverage executive assistance or virtual assistance or anybody uh, to delegate the tedious tasks out of your your daily work uh, schedule to help you free up your time to really focus on the big big picture growth and, and those types of things. So, um, you know, we're always out and about trying to learn more and trying to help our, our members learn more to grow their businesses. And um, Derek has actually just launched his own online course called Networking 3.0 that stems from his book, Networking is Not Working, and that's to help um, to help folks develop their own personal network, similar to Cadre, uh, where you identify folks and, and really strengthen the makeup of your network so that you can become a go-to, a go-to resource. That's really great. I'm going to have to learn about that too, because our community is growing fast and we want to make sure that we're also supporting their needs um, well. So I look to you guys as role models. So thank you for that. So Melanie, any last words of wisdom for our listeners who really are either new to entrepreneurship or at a place where they are plateauing and they want to kind of have a shift in their business and their brand and, and where they want to take their message. Any, any last minute thoughts? Um, in terms of successes or things to consider for them? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, when you're, when you're trying to grow or pivot or shift or anything like that, you know, this, this is, somebody has always done this. Somebody's gone through this before. There's somebody out there who's dealt with any kind of problem or even, you know, any sort of growth issue that you're having. 
just go out there and figure out who's done it, who's done it well, and learn from them. Don't reinvent the wheel. You don't have to. Somebody's already been through what you're going through, and you can learn from them. I feel like, you know, with Cadre, we we leaned on our members a lot. We read a lot of books, and we learned a lot from the groups that we were a part of. And we went, and we just we came up with Cadre through through that experimentation. Thank you for that. Well, you know, my husband just joined um, SEN full time. And one thing that we learned is we spend so much time thinking about the possibilities out there. When he came on board full time, we realized that our existing network of peers, colleagues, friends, mentors, we basically have everything we already need. We have everything we need already to continue to build and grow because we have phenomenal people in our lives. It's just being able to, like you say, ask reach out, be vulnerable, share your vision. And there's so many people raising their hands saying, yes, we love your vision. How can we help? We're so afraid to ask for help when we, you know, when we actually just share with people what we're passionate about, the help just shows up. I mean, more and more people just want to show up and say, what can we do? Right. Absolutely. I mean, one of the quotes on our homepage, because it's, it's, so ingrained in what cadre really is at the core it's you will be the same person in five years as you are today except for the people you meet and the books you read so there it is it's the connections and the content right yes um those are very very important when it comes to cadre and i feel like any network your network soar network um you know there's the dating advisory board right it's all about learning from the people around you that's fantastic well how can we learn more about you Derek Cadre, where can our listeners find uh, more information, get involved, learn about your membership, and so on and so on? Uh, our website is cadredc.com, C-A-D-R-E-D-C.com. That's also our Cadre Twitter handle and Facebook backslash CadreDC. Um, and then I'm also on Twitter at MelanieTC, and that's about it. Yes, and of course, we always have the infamous Google, so they'll find you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good old Google. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate that you take the time out of your day. I know today uh, specifically is very special because it's your one of your son's, your youngest son's birthday. So yeah. happy <laughs> birthday. And um, I'm going to let you um, go and, and enjoy mommy duty today. But again, thank you so much for your insights, sharing your vision for Cadre and um, being able to inspire our listeners as well that being a part of um, a community and developing relationships is so critical for at least you, you know you and I agree on the definition of our success which is being healthy happy and living a passionate um, and purposeful life absolutely and thank you Molly for sharing with the DC area all of these great stories and again the opportunity for us to grow personally as well Thank you so much. Well, again, thank you everyone for tuning in. We really appreciate that you're a part of our network and that you're so loyal and listening to our podcast, watching our shows, coming to our events. We appreciate you and we will talk to you very soon. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.